Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut up and sit down. And a good Wednesday morning to you. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you tuning in online at WGNCRadio.com, we thank you for joining us on this Wednesday morning. Just catching up on some stats, catching up on some Interesting things of note related to the World Series. The scene is set. They begin Friday in Arlington. And what do I tell you? I, I, I give up. I give up trying to make this make sense anymore. The Arizona Diamondbacks or... One of the things of, one of the benefits of having the major league package that I do have is that I can listen to radio for any team in major league baseball at any point. So one of the teams that I had started following throughout the course of the season is the Arizona Diamondbacks. I would listen to their broadcast team. Former Major League pitcher Tom Candiotti, analyst for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Well, they started calling themselves the Arizona Answerbacks, as it seemed like any time they would face any sort of adversity, undergo any sort of trouble, they would have an answer. They would have the ability to answer back. Well, as it turns out, they did it yet again. They are moving on to the World Series after winning two straight in Philadelphia. Now, if you listen to the show with any regularity, I said a couple days ago that this series is effectively over, that I did not see the Arizona Diamondbacks having the wherewithal to come back in Philadelphia, given the raucous crowd, given the Philadelphia energy, given the fact that this team just seemed to have the it factor throughout the playoffs. Talking about the Phillies. And yet I was wrong. 
Now, I didn't stake my, I didn't stake my job on it. Christopher Mad Dog Russo took it a step further and said, the moment that the Arizona Diamondbacks win two straight in Philadelphia, game six and seven, I'll quit on the spot. So apparently, there's a radio gig out there open for somebody now. I have a feeling that was hyperbolic language from one Christopher Mad Dog Russo, but is he a man that's going to follow up on his word? We'll certainly see. I'm really impressed by what we were able to see out of the Arizona Diamondbacks. I believe last week we had conversations with both Evan Wise And Weston Long, who, by the way, will be next week on the show to talk about the World Series. We'll be two games into it, but that's fine. But we'll spend some time next week talking about the World Series. And I believe it was Evan Wise that said, it's important, it's important that teams keep the ball in front of them, the outfielders in particular. And especially with the way the Philadelphia Phillies were playing because the dynamic in this series changed immediately with the change of venue. Like the first two games in Philadelphia, as for much of the playoffs, the Philadelphia Phillies were hitting bombs all over the place. Then they went to Arizona. They went to Arizona and things changed for them. Now, it was a bigger park. And it was a ballpark that has great carry to it. But it seemed like that things shifted at that stage. You get back to Philadelphia and anytime you're playing it this late in the season, it's going to be chilly. I think the one good thing about having the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers competing in the World Series, you're probably, the cold weather gear, it's probably going to get stowed away for the winter. Probably don't need it. Globe Life Field, a retractable roof. The Arizona Diamondbacks facility, a retractable roof. You're going to have great weather for these set of, this set of seven games. And who has the edge? I can't make it out. I genuinely cannot make it out. What I do know is that this is an absolute lock. Both of these teams came in as wild card teams. And it'll be the seventh time since 2002 that a wild card team is going to have won the World Series. There was a stretch of three years in a row at the turn of the century where the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in 02 beat San Francisco as a wild card team. The Miami Marlins, or at that time the Florida Marlins, 
they won the series against the New York Yankees in 03 as a wild card team. And then the Boston Red Sox in 04 finally ended the curse of the Bambino, beating the St. Louis Cardinals as a wild card team. And then, of course, you had 2011, the St. Louis Cardinals beating the Detroit Tigers. By the way, Max Scherzer was on that team. Max Scherzer's the oldest guy in the World Series this year. We'll talk about the other guy for the Arizona Diamondbacks here in just a moment. San Francisco Giants in 2014 win as a wild card team. And then the Washington Nationals, 2019, won the World Series as a wild card team. Max Scherzer was on that team. That was the only other time that a seven-game series in, in Major League Baseball had been won by all seven visiting teams. Of the 14 games that were played in the LCS this year, the visiting team won 10 times. 10 of them. Obviously, in the American League Series, seven of the ten. But the scene is set now as those two clubs will fend off against one another on Friday. The series should be seen on Fox. The oldest player for the Arizona Diamondbacks, Evan Longoria, played in the 2009 World Series for the Tampa Rays against the New York Yankees. If memory serves, he also played in the 2008 World Series as a member of the Rays against the Philadelphia Phillies. Longoria exacts a measure of revenge late in his career, the 38-year-old who still uses an ash bat to kind of give you an idea of just how old school he is. Nobody uses ash anymore except for Evan Longoria. It's a lighter wood. When you get older, you got to work your hands a little quicker. The ash wood helps you to get through just a little faster, even though it's not nearly as resilient. So Evan Longoria, looking for a World Series, will get at least one more shot this year against the Texas Rangers. Max Scherzer with an opportunity to play in another fall classic. If you'll remember, one of the people that I said was making a major difference for this Arizona Diamondbacks team was Corbin Carroll. And he had had some moments of being pretty quiet in this postseason. Not last night. Three hits, two RBI. It's the Diamondbacks were able to get over the top of the Philadelphia Phillies winning 4-2. to two. I'd love to sit here and tell you that I've got some clue at all about what's going to happen in this World Series. I don't. I don't have any clue at all. I would have never, and I'm pretty sure many of you are of the same vein, would have never guessed that these two teams would have competed in the World Series. Now, I think Texas 
I think Texas was a little more of a favorite to make it. Now, how they made it, not necessarily that way. But I would have seen the Rangers being maybe a contender. The Diamondbacks, I thought they were still a year or two away from seriously contending. Those guys are well ahead of schedule. It'll be very interesting to see what happens over the course of the next week and a half related to the 2023 World Series. MLS soccer tonight. Charlotte FC travels to New York to take on the Red Bulls. 7.30 kickoff. The winner of that matchup takes on FC Cincinnati. Got to be honest with you. Really hoping that Charlotte FC wins this match. I'd love nothing more than Charlotte FC to take on FC Cincinnati. Perhaps a little bit of an internal rivalry going between myself, a devout FC Cincinnati fan, and one Chris Beatty, the head coach of the South Point boys team who takes on North Gaston this evening to wrap up the regular season. Of course, Chris Beatty, a devoted Charlotte FC fan. If this happens, the two clubs would face off against one another in Charlotte on November the 4th. That's next Saturday. I'd love to be there. It would be phenomenal. Charlotte FC, best of luck to them as they take on the New York Red Bulls tonight in MLS play. The NBA gets started tonight here in Charlotte. The Atlanta Hawks come into town to take on the Hornets. Opening night and just before the season gets started. Concord native, former Wake Forest Demon Deacon star, who was honored Saturday at the pit game at a legacy stadium, Ish Smith signs with the Hornets to open the year. In 13 seasons, he's been with 13 teams, including a 21-game stint, according to Richard Walker's carolinasportshub.com, including a stint with the Hornets back in 21-22. So we'll have that to talk about. High school volleyball last night. Kings Mountain, they continued rolling. They beat West Rowan last night. A match that I was at last night was Highland Tech taking down Swain County. Swain County, Lydia Sale, the head coach of Swain County from Bryson City, North Carolina, Former Belmont Abbey Crusaders volleyball player was in town last night for that match. Had a chance to spend some time briefly with Lydia before the match. A Swain County club that two years ago finished the season 1-20. and 20. She's turned things around there. They were a 15 seed. They get to the second round of the playoffs. They go from a one-win club to a second-round playoff team in the course of two years. It can happen that quickly. Daniel Poole's club continues to roll. They will be taking on 
Greystone Day. I have no idea. That match will be played at the rec center on the campus of the Highland School of Technology, 6 o'clock on Thursday. If you get an opportunity to come out and watch, suggest you do so. Lake Norman Charter will take on Kings Mountain in Kings Mountain on Thursday as well. As we're starting to get down to some very small teams remaining, very small number of teams remaining in the playoffs. Coming up this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show, of course, next segment will bring on Corky Franks at 7.40. Dave Lubowicz will be on at 8 o'clock. We'll start to break down some of the matchups that make up our pick six. We revealed the pick six yesterday. We'll go over that again in hour two, and we'll start to kind of shed some light on what we're going to see with these teams for Friday's matchup. Tomorrow's show will be the final show of the week. We're going to take Friday off. We're going to just lay low for Friday. We're going to have done all the prep for the final Friday of the regular season of high school football. We're going to step away on Friday. We'll be back on the following Monday ready to bring it. I'm already putting together what I think is going to be a very Good show for Monday as we're going to cover high school football scores from the final week. We'll cover the pick six. We'll get into the playoffs because the seedings should be out. And then we're going to also cover some Major League Baseball World Series. It's a great time of the year, folks. We come back on the other side of the timeout. Corky Franks joins us on this Wednesday morning. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors at 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the home of news, talk, and sports. AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising Advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So glad that you could join us on this Wednesday morning. Folks, now in Gastonia, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game. With new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more, your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That, my friend, is the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media and visit homeoutlet.com. All right. This ought to be fun. Let's find out a little something about the volunteer state. With one Courtney Franks. I'm not sure, but all week I've been wanting to say, good morning, it's the big show on the radio. <laughs> I don't know why. It keeps popping in my head, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, re- I'm not really sure about why that would. Dude, I used to, I don't know. I was think. I think like Sunday, I was thinking of all the old uh, radio shows I used to listen to. Do they, do they still use that? I don't know. I had listened to that crap and did I just call it that? I guess I did, didn't I? Sounds like it. Yeah. Can we can we edit edit that out? Maybe. Does it need to be edited out? Oh, I, you I, think? I, I don't know that we necessarily have to clip that out. Um, I used to listen to that station when I worked at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it fit it fit the fit the bill, you know. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I think Saturday or Sunday, I was thinking about the shows I used to listen to because I never listen to the radio anymore. 
I say that, and I'm on the radio. Well, <laughs> it's kind of oxymoronic, isn't it? Well, and it's it's interesting that as we age, our tastes change. And however, I mean, the reality is, is now we give people another option here in Gaston County. That you don't have to necessarily go after the big machine radio stations. You've got something right here at WGNC. We hope that in this election season, you will make us your choice for morning sports talk radio, much like this gentleman right here has who, done so. Who is that? That is one Houston Helms. Okay. Okay. He is. I didn't like, have my glasses on. He is like literally out right now, okay, campaigning. Hold on, hold on. Let me put my glasses on. Okay. They don't help me see. They're not reading glasses. They just make me look better. <laughs> Wrong. Maybe Houston Helms needs to borrow my glasses. So he's out campaigning right now. He's been doing it every morning for the last few mornings. Listening to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Listening to the Tell Rush to Hour Tell him to call morning. in. Well. Why not? We give, us, we give the opportunity to any politician, wouldn't we? We would, but then. They're but, not going to call in. They're not until they do. Yeah, okay. So, uh, ixnay that idea. Well, I mean, we don't necessarily have to talk about politics with the politicians. Yeah. We can talk about sports talk. I like that better. I'm sure, I'm sure that Houston Helms would love to talk about his Charlotte 49ers, who got a big win against East Carolina this past weekend, who play. I need to check this out. What, what's he running for again? I forgot. There's, dude, there's so many people running for office Council this year. in Cramerton. Okay. Yep. Council in Cramerton. Does it have what it takes? Are you, are you going to endorse him right now? Um, well, I mean, for for what it's worth, as I a mean, friend, I, maybe just I'm, I'm not a Cramerton resident. Yeah, but, but yeah, I think I think Houston would be phenomenal for the city of. Well, he's already f- phenomenal for the city yeah, of. Yeah, reelected guy, right? Um, well, I mean, isn't he already on the council or something? Well, I mean, that that part I'm not even really sure. I mean, again, I don't really fixate on Cramerton politics per se. In fact, I've now got to start putting my finger on the pulse of Belmont politics. So um, Since you moved into town. Since I've moved into town. Speaking of towns, I went to a really nice town yesterday. Yeah, you did. And I was tr- I couldn't remember where I, it was. I love where you went. Okay. Well, I was trying to find some information on the place. Uh, the reason I You've couldn't. you come to the right spot. The reason I couldn't, Brian, is I, I, I Googled Elizabethton, Virginia. <laughs> It ain't in no, Virginia. It's not the same place. Yeah, wrong, wrong state. Elizabethton, Tennessee. So uh, me, and my, me and my buddy Bump, listener to the show, friend of the show, uh, we took off yesterday morning and flew to Elizabethton, Tennessee. Right. And Former home of the Elizabethton twins. They call the town Betsy for short. Really? They call it Betsy. Home of the Elizabethton twins back in the Appalachian League days. I think they're now called the Elizabethan River Turtles. Brown, listen to this day. I say this all the time. I'm, I'm just overachiever. I wasn't supposed to make it when I was a kid, you know? I mean, everybody worked in the cotton mill around here. I've told this story a million times. And, you know, my family worked in the cotton mill. You know, if you ever, they worked down at Crescent Spinning. And I remember my grandma and grandpa came home every day and had cotton in their hair and, <laughs> and lint all over the clothes. I said, man, I ain't doing that. I don't know what I'm doing, but it ain't going to be that. Yesterday, Brian, I get up, co-host a radio show, fly to Elizabethton, Tennessee, uh, drive downtown. We get the crew car, courtesy car. Isn't that crazy? A redneck from Belmont with a donkey 
and his redneck buddy, we grew up together. He lived uh, right down the, you know, right down the road from where I from where I live, and we just ran the ro- the woods together, played little league baseball together, and grew up together, and all that stuff, and hooked up all these years later. Both of us got our pilot's license, which is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, he encouraged me to do it. And dude, we're in Elizabethton, Tennessee, yesterday, getting treated like a rock star. <laughs> we're nothing but two rednecks. <laughs> from Belmont. It's ridiculous. Well, here's... And, and here's, the, here's the crazy part. So we're about to leave. I FaceTime the Sheik. So I got the Sheik on FaceTime. I'm show, I, So when we're taking off, I'm FaceTiming her, letting her see it. She loves to go fly. I took her to lunch last week. And uh, so we're flying out of town. And then she texts me, hey, can you make it back in time to go work out? And I'm like, dude, it's like 3.15. You know, or, or it's like 3 o'clock in the in the... She was wanting to work out again. She's trying to double up like the old man. And had you been in the car, that would have been a no-go. It would have been a no-go. However, Brian, Bump and myself made it back from Elizabethton, Elizabethton, Tennessee, back to the Lincolnton Airport, left at 344. I met the Sheik at the gym at like 424, and she had me some clothes. I changed out, and we got to work out together. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Man, what a great day. Ugh, I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it seems like it always works out for me. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Famous people from Elizabethton, Tennessee. Oh, the one, maybe one person? Two. Oh, no, 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 no. No, my uh, friend. Uh, can I tell you Two. something funny before you get there? Uh, <laughs> let me show you this place we ate at. We ate at a place called the City Market. Look at this. Isn't that great? That is great, Brian. It's like... 80s, 70s, 80s, rural America. It's great. I know. I know. Dude, look at this. Look at this hamburger. Look at that thing. It looked like a hamburger steak. I know. On a platter. I know. I mean, that's, it was, that's what I'm saying, yes. It was old school, old timey. That place was great. And right. Bump and I sat down. He said, you see all these people looking at us? I said, yeah, I wonder what that's about. He said, we're probably the best two looking people that's <laughs> walked in here this year. <laughs> Well, I can't necessarily judge that one, but... Hey, but I love that little place. I want to go back. It was well, nice, man. Really probably, nice. Probably, there's a possibility you sat at the same table okay. as Elizabeth to native, former Dallas Cowboys tied in, Jason Witten. No way. Way. Really? 100%. I bet he's ate there before. Uh, I bet he has. I guess... And here's someone else. That's probably eaten at that same restaurant. That is a friend of the show. No way. Don't even go there. Mike Morell. No way. He's not from there. Is he really? Yep. Yeah, we got, okay, I got to ask Coach about that when we get him on basketball season. Yep. There you go. Don't let me forget that. City Market. I can't make any promises. <laughs> Man, listen. On, on, so where the City Market was, it was like old-timey, uh, like, you know, uh, you know, it's like an old-timey well, part how of close to the river was it? Because the river was right there. Right. Right there. Right. So, but but you go up to the stop sign, you hang a left and come back down the other street. It was like a whole new city. It was like a, a updated downtown. So it was like an old school downtown. And on the next street over, it was new buildings. Really nice, man. Well, and... And, and, and like three or four nice restaurants right there downtown. Well, see, Betsy's not that far away from Johnson City. Or Bristol. Or well, it, I think it's, it's like not too far away from Bristol, but, well, but the, really it's right beside of Johnson City. The guy at the airport said, um, I think he said it was like fifteen mile, fifteen minutes. I think he said from Something Bristol. Something like that. It's not far. No, no, not at but all. But like literally, 
You leave Johnson City one direction. I think it's around Highway 19 up that way. Yeah. You literally pop out there and you end up in Betsy. Right. And there's all sorts of little back roads there. Joe O'Brien Field is where the Twins used to play their games. I think the River Turtles play there now. Um, just a really kind of run-down ballpark that's run by the municipality there that's part of the recreation area they have there. Just fantastic. I told Bump yesterday, I said, dude, I could live here. This is my kind of people. Fit right in up there. Oh, look, Betsy is nothing but Belmont with a river running through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it, no, it ain't that liberal yet. Well. <laughs> Probably getting there sooner or later. Uh, I mean, really, I mean, it hasn't had the growth of Belmont. Obviously, Belmont's attached itself to the Charlotte Metro in a way that Betsy will never get that opportunity. Johnson City is growing, but it's not growing exponentially like the like Charlotte or like Greenville, South Carolina or anything like that. So I think it's going to be cloistered pretty nicely just outside of Johnson City. I, I, I love that part I can't of the believe you said I'm going to text Coach today a picture of that place and ask him, has he ever eaten there? Yeah, you, do, I can't you do that. I can't believe I bet. I bet you he'll say, yeah. In fact, he's probably eaten there. He's probably played golf on all the courses nearby. Brian, let me tell you how great this little restaurant was, okay? This place, I mean, it's right down my alley. Brian, it was so nice. You, you walk in. First of all, there's a good-looking guy back there cooking. He, he probably picks up every woman in town. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. He looked like a model. I was like, what's this guy doing here? There's a there's a there's like a chalkboard or a whiteboard when you walk in. It's got all the specials of the day written on it. There's a, uh, there's a glass counter see-through, homemade pies, uh, custards, uh, pumpkin cakes, all kind of stuff on display right there. Just cut you a slice, a couple bucks. Well, what was the daily special? Uh, uh, what was it? I can't remember. We didn't get it. We just got a hamburger, some French fries. Dude, the hamburger was that big. You saw the picture. Look at that thing. I'm t it was every it was every bit of ten inches around. I don't know where they got them buns from. Thing was huge, but you know, it, it, and the cup. Did you see the cup? It looked like this Clorox container right here. They bring out a hopefully they didn't have Clorox in it. The cup was bigger than your coffee mug over there. Okay, look at I mean, that thing. And that's and that's no small mug. No, that thing is at least sixty four ounces. <laughs> at least. That, You're talking about your cup. No, I'm talking about yours. No, that's not. That's okay, not it's more true. like 128. But anyway, dude, that styrofoam. Big gulp. Dude, that styrofoam cup. It was bigger than the big gulp cup. Big old styrofoam cup. Bump got him a sweet tea. I got the water. Uh, oh, it's nice, man. It, it, no squirt bottles on the table. They had a container with packets. Peel that sucker off and squirt what you need on your plate. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. I love old-timey stuff like that. Yeah, if I got a chance during basketball season to get up to Johnson City and watch East Tennessee State play, I'd do it in a heartbeat. You know what I think? The, uh, you know, just popped in my head, okay? Think about this, Brian. If Brian Rushing can do all the things that you've done, now, you had not made it to the level that you want to make it to yet. The key word was yet. But you've put the work in, Brian, and you've hustled, and you've had some great opportunities that most people only dream of and never chase, right? Is that fair? One today. If Brian, absolutely, absolutely. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we'll do that a little bit later on. Okay. Brian, if you can get to the point where you are in life and somebody else wants to do it, why wouldn't they come and talk to you and you help them, and t and help them get there? Isn't that what this is all about? Sure. If Mike Morrell and Jason Witten can come out of Elizabethton, Tennessee and become a Dallas Cowboy and a Division I coach that made it to the NCAA tournament last year, how come you can't do that? You know what I'm saying? 
If your co-host, the self-proclaimed redneck from Belmont with a donkey, can get his pilot's license, guess what? If you're thinking about it, you can too. Isn't that the moral of the story? Seriously. And go have a burger and Betsy. Yeah. And then fly back and go work out. And there then, you go. And then eat some, uh, and then cook up some bison. Ate some bison last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Now, Bi- you didn't find that in Betsy, did you? No, I found it at the Harris Teeter. Okay. <laughs> I, I bet, and they don't have one up there. That's, they have, that's Food City. Food City. You doggone <laughs> right. exactly what food it is. Food City. Oh, we saw Food City headed into town. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like Piggly Wiggly up that way. And I'm going to tell you another crazy story. I took a picture of this. One of my customers uh, <clears throat> with my business, his dad was the founder of Dr. Enough. Have you ever heard of that? Okay, absolutely. The original energy drink, right? Okay. Dr. Enough. So his son, Bob Gordon, is one of my customers, and he has some commercial property, and I took a picture. there Inside that restaurant, there was a uh, cooler, drink cooler, full of Dr. Enough, and he still sits on the board. It's a small world, isn't it, man? It's crazy. Once you meet a couple people, you find out everybody's all intertwined somehow mm-hmm. or another. Yep. Yeah. God, what a, a lot of connectivity. Yeah, man, you can you can be anything you want to be, can't you? Place that we should probably go sometime soon and grab a burger. Where? Is Denver, North Carolina. What's up there? We Dave Lubowich. Okay. Next on the other side of the break, he'll be on the show this morning I talking about the Mustangs as they play North Lincoln this week. I bet he's got a good burger spot up there. Oh, you know he does. Yeah. You know he does. In fact, I, let's see if we can talk about the sports page when we get him on. Yeah, you know that place used to be in Charlotte. Off of Brookshire. I think it still is. Is it really? But I think there's one in Denver now. There is one in Denver. A new one. Yeah. Yep. Let's talk. Let's talk with him about that when we return on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us 
at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. Let's go ahead and get to line five. Let's see if we can get Coach Dave Lubowicz of the East Lincoln Mustangs on. Coach, good morning. Can you hear us? Yes, absolutely. Can you guys hear me? That's how this thing is supposed to work. Coach, it's it's great having (laughs) you on. Coach, let's dive right into it. You're the Wednesday prior to the finale of your regular season, and you've got North Lincoln on the docket. How are things going with the program? What has practice been like this this week? I mean, good, you know, rivalry week. Everybody's starting to get a little bit healthy. I think we only had one kid out yesterday at practice, so good. I mean, I think everything, uh, you know, as far as the health and the attitude of the kids is kind of turning around so I'm excited about that uh and then you know it's North Lincoln there's a ton of good games this week uh ours happens to be one of them and uh I think it's just a little bit different for the kids and for the coaches you can tell there's a little bit of nervousness a little bit of excitement in, in the practice yesterday uh and Monday uh so yeah I mean it's just fun it's just this is a fun time to be a high school football coach well there's there's no question about it Coach, I I wanted to share something with you. I was doing some research early this morning and and came across this and was absolutely stunned by it. In the Big South Conference, that's not your league, but I want to set your league up with this particular stat. From number one to number eight, the schedule is perfectly situated in the Big South to where one is taking on two, You've got a four-way tie in the middle of the conference to where those two team, those four teams are playing each other, and then you've got the two bottom teams in the league that are facing off against each other to wrap up the finale of the regular season of high school football in the Big South. Then you take a look at the Western Foothills 3A, and lo and behold, the exact same scenario is into play. Coach, um, Look, I don't know who's making out the schedule, but apparently they've got some inside information to create all of this. Um, Coach, 
those are the types of anomalies that really make you scratch your head. I'd love to get your thoughts on how perfectly this week, this, this final week of the regular season is playing out for both of those leagues. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. I just talked about this yesterday with some of the kids. They were like, uh, they started mentioning like games that were interesting in the area. And they were, they were like Crest Kings Mountain. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, you got the Hickory um, and uh, Statesville game. Uh, and then I brought up the Ford and um, who is who are they playing? They're playing St. Stephen's game. I said right. that everybody aligned in this area, it's one and two playing, it's three and four playing, it's five and six playing, and it's seven and eight playing. It's crazy. Again, it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, how did they know? Uh, but, it's you know, it's the same schedule we've had for this is the third year running. It just happened to work itself out this year. But, uh, yeah, it's really crazy to think about. You know, it makes you uh, kind of tap your head and uh, think, you know, maybe there is something else going on here. Somebody smarter than me was in charge of all this. Well, I just want to dispel the rumor. Jim Harbaugh had nothing to do with the schedule making for either conference. <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> that is right. We do not let Michigan folk down here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and coach, that's the thing about it. I, I, I don't know if it was supposed to be that perfectly laid out, but let's be honest with you. You get to the final week, what you called rivalry week. Once you get to that point, yeah. this game's supposed to mean something. And fortunately for everybody in your league, there's something for everybody in that conference to glean from on this coming Friday night. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think they aligned it. I think the original intent was, you know, try and get the, the biggest rivalry to play the last week, which I think is always a good idea. It just doesn't always work out to where it also means something, you know. So uh, first place from our leagues coming out of that first game and uh, third and fourth and a possibility, a small possibility of a home playoff game is coming out of our game with North. Uh, and then West Iredale and North Iredale, the winner there might have a slim chance of getting on that bubble to get into the playoffs. Uh, and then I know I'm not trying to bull it at all, but the last game there, uh, that's a matter of going undefeated or having one win. And that one win might take you into the offseason with some uh, momentum. So I, I think every game in our league, and I'm assuming in the Big South also, is a, is a pretty big deal. Besides just playing your neighbor, it also has implications for the playoffs or for next season. Well, Coach, hopefully you can help me kind of make sense of this because I'm still somewhat confused as to which teams are going to be able to pull into the playoffs from the varying conferences. So, obviously, in the Western Foothills 3A, Hickory and Statesville are going to face off. That's going to be an epic matchup, and, and those two teams are basically just playing for playoff positioning. But as it relates to the Correct. North Lincoln-East Lincoln matchup that's going to be played in Pumpkin Center, Coach... Are both teams going to make the playoffs in your mind, or is this a winner-take-all for that for a spot in the playoffs? So it looks like for the RPI, uh, if you're looking at the RPI that the state put out this past Monday, that both teams are going to be in regardless of a win or a loss because we're right next to each other. So one of us is, I want to say, 16-117 or 115-116. And, you know, the top 32 make it. So I think regardless of – a win or a loss, both are in. I just think if you can get a win and then some of your opponents who have won or, or have a chance to win this weekend might bump you up to where you could actually get a home game. Uh, because remember, they just kind of seed the, the they seed the ones and then everybody else is based upon their RPI after that. So, okay. uh, you know, we our, our RPI is pretty good. So, I, I mean, you've got a chance. Some leagues, 
uh, have a chance of putting five teams in. Some leagues have a chance of putting two in. Some leagues have a chance of putting one in. Uh, it just depends on kind of who they played and how good their their records were and how good their opponents' opponents' records were. It's really a mess. Like right now this week, I'm cheering for uh, Lincolnton to beat, I believe it's West Lincoln, because Correct. North Lincoln has played West Lincoln, but we uh, played Lincolnton. So if Lincoln gets the win, that ups there winning percentage which helps us but if west lincoln gets the win that ups north lincoln's uh, opponent's winning percentage so there's a lot that goes into it uh almost too much to try and put your hand or put your head around uh but it is exciting you know it does keep it exciting for you well and and dave lubowicz here with us on the rush hour morning show coach the reality is look first of all I'm impressed that, A, you're doing the scoreboard watching that you're doing, and, B, that you're actually admitting to it on the show. I think that's a very bold statement on your part because a lot of these coaches, okay, they don't want to dive into that fray. They don't, well, I don't want to do the scoreboard watching. But the reality is the way that these playoffs are set up now, you have to. And it's it's up to the minute, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to. Uh, now, I'm not – you know, I'm not basing a game plan on it. I'm not hyping the kids up with it. I'm not putting it on a, a board in the locker room or anything of that nature. But I think from for me uh, and the other coaches on the staff from a, you know, from a personal level and as a human being, you just kind of want to figure stuff out ahead of time. It's nice to know ahead of time. So we're just trying our best to try and see where we're going to fall. Uh, and, you know, we're usually wrong every year. But uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, always like, we always like to try – try and figure that out because I think it's just the human nature you just like to to know things. It's like a math problem. You're trying to get to that that end there and figure it out. Coach, let me ask you something. You know, when you came on the show, I guess one of the first two times, you talked about how you felt like your team was in as good a position as you ended the season last year. And then as we talked to you and the season progressed, I mean, every week you, you know, lost another player. It was a concussion or it was an injury. And you said you're finally getting these guys back. I was looking at your stats. You've had three guys that you've ran in at quarterback. Six guys have, have caught footballs, and you've had ten guys on your team who have ran the football. So so now you're finally getting back healthy. I, I'm sure you, you feel like you're closer than you were last week or two weeks ago, but does this not help you a little bit going into the playoffs, knowing that you have so many kids that have game experience instead of just running a football in practice and getting their helmet knocked off? You know, on the- Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Absolutely. I think so. I think, I think you're right on. Yeah. I mean, especially the, the idea of all the kids who are running the ball. I mean, uh, North Lincoln uh, is, I, I mean, I guess their closest comparison would be South Point. You know the style of football that South Point plays uh, offensively and defensively. They're tough. They're going to injure some of your kids. They're going to hit you play after play after play. So going into the North Lincoln game, uh, it's nice that we've got four or five kids that have had, you know, legitimate carries during the game. Uh, and then going to the playoffs, that just helps. You know, the longer the season goes, the more that depth is going to help. So a- absolutely, I mean, I think it uh, was frustrating while we were going through it. And it seemed like every week we were losing another kid, <clears throat> a big kid, you know, like a contributor. Um, but I think that in the long run here, it might help us out. Dave Lubowicz here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, let's let's look at this. I mean, you you go from conference to conference, in particular the 3A level, considering that's where you guys are involved in your playoff hunt. But the reality is there are going to be some really good teams lurking around that 15-16 spot that are going to be playing some games against some teams 
that if I'm the home team, if I'm one of those higher seeds, I'm probably thinking we're, we're going to have our hands full. We could be in some trouble because from the jump, they're going to have big-time matchups against clubs that are really good. This seems to be, this 3A level, a really competitive bracket from top to bottom. Yeah, no, 3A. I think, you know, 4A also, there's a couple of good matchups in 4A, but the 3A, uh, not necessarily, I mean, I think it's top-heavy. I do think it's top-heavy as far as the talent. Uh, but I think when you get to that middle group, what you're talking about, like the 10 through the 30s, uh, those teams are all very similar. Well, I mean, the last RPI had South Point as a 20, uh, which puts them on the road playing uh, somebody that doesn't want to play South Point in the first round. I can guarantee you that. I don't know who it is, sure, uh, but I guarantee you when, when they looked at that, they were like, oh, no, I don't want to play South Point in the first round. I, it, uh, in 4A, they had Mallard Creek as a 20 uh, playing, I want to say it was Chambers or Huff or something. Uh, in the first round. And that's not a matchup. You don't want to see Mallard Creek in the first round. So, you know, I think that the, every every division, one through four, has got that, you know, those sneaky teams that maybe have lost a couple games here or there uh, and are sitting at, you know, 18, 22. Uh, but I think 3A every year is really tough uh, because of I just how – I mean, it's it's good football. That 10 through 30 might not be as talented as the one through 10, but it's good coaching staffs and it's good football. So you're always going to be scared of them. Coach, going into your matchup Friday night against North Lincoln, you talked about some of the similarities that North Lincoln might have with South Point. From your perspective, what is what are some of the things that you're focused, that you're fixated on as it relates to your club, that your club's going to have to do incredibly well Friday night to get that win against North Lincoln on the road and improve your status as a team that should belong in that upper level with possibly a home game in the first round? Uh, we would discipline and tackling. You know, I think it all comes down to that that South Point and that North Lincoln offense. You know, you've got to be able to stop the fullback, uh, force the quarterback to make good reads. <coughs> Sorry, and then uh, be fast enough, be athletic enough to tackle that pitch. Um, so, and then you know, withstand all the the assaults that their linebackers uh, and their uh, defensive line puts you on you. I'm telling you, watching them last year uh, on film and watching this year on film, South Point and North Lincoln uh, play very similar styles offensively and defensively. Uh, so and it's, a, it's a tough out for anybody. So I think if we tackle uh, and we play disciplined, which I'm sure, you know, when you talk to uh, anybody who's playing South Point or anybody that's played North Lincoln to this point, that's the, that's the keys. you got to tackle that big fullback. Uh, and you got to play disciplined everywhere else. So if your responsibility is quarterback, make sure you're tackling quarterback. If your responsibility is fullback, make sure you're tackling fullback. But I think that's the key there to, for us getting over this hump of North Lincoln. All right. Now, Coach, we've only got a couple minutes left, so I wanted to go ahead and dive into some of the other really important things in life, okay? Corky and I, we talked okay. in our last segment about heading up to East Tennessee, found a great little burger joint up in Elizabethton, Tennessee, and all this kind of stuff. Coach, uh -huh. when, when you're needing a burger, we're talking about the important things in life here, when you're just having a day and you got to have a burger. <laughs> and I'm not talking about one of these fast food joints. I'm talking about the place where you sit down. A hole in the and, wall, Coach. Uh, a hole in the wall. Where's your place? Where do you go, Coach? Um, you know, uh, the hole in the wall we don't really have here in Denver, unfortunately, but my burger place has always been Sports Page. I really like Sports Page's burgers. Uh, okay. so have you guys been out sports page? And their chicken wings. 
Oh my God, the chicken wings are to die for. That's every Friday night for me. I mean, I'll eat those every Friday night after a game. Uh, but if I need a burger, if I need a greasy burger, uh, although, you know what? I don't hate, um, uh, shoot, what's it called? Uh, five guys. Have you? I, I know that's not a hole in the wall, uh, but uh, I, I don't hate that place. I, I'm, um, listen, trying I'm, to think I'm, who else. I'm going to send you a picture of a real hamburger. You can look. You can look at this thing and, okay. dro and drool over it all day. Well, Coach, I'm going to be honest with it. you. I would feel a whole lot better about Five Guys if Five Guys were a sponsor of the Rush Hour Morning Show, and I would certainly <laughs> talk much nicer about them if they were a sponsor of the Rush Hour Morning Show. But, but for now, we can talk about the sports page, Coach. I'm still hearing there are still photos of Tommy Helms and Pete Rose and the Cincinnati Reds up that way. Is that still intact? Yeah, I mean, we've got that place. Have you guys not been in that place? I, I look, I, I, I don't get you up need to, to You need that to come much. down. I, we, I'll take you. Listen, I will take you. I will take you guys to Sports Page, and we can sit in there and eat, and you can look at all the stuff on the wall. They've got Panther stuff. They've got East Lincoln stuff. They've got some North Lincoln stuff. Uh, they got a Chad Surratt jersey. Uh, they got helmets. Uh, it, it's a, it, you know, it's a, it's a nice place. It's a, it's a family-oriented restaurant. They do live music. Uh, Friday nights and I think Saturday nights or something like that. I, I mean, they do a lot for our school. We've got their signage all over the place. Michael, the owner, has been really good to us. Uh, but if you want good food, they got good food. Well, uh, I mean, so you guys come up here. I'll take you to sports page. Well, then then we'll head that way. But, Coach, I, I, I've got to tell you this. If you're going to try to sell somebody on the sports page, you don't lead with the Panthers. Just going to kind of throw that out there. <laughs> okay? All right. I, I, would, I would lead with the Mustangs, wouldn't lead with the Panthers. Okay? Look at that hamburger I sent you, Coach. Look at that picture real quick. Does that thing not look right, greasy? I've seen it, and this is the uh, this is a place in Tennessee. Yeah, Elizabethan, Tennessee, wow. home of Jason Witten. Yes, nice. So there that you is go. awesome. There you go. Yeah, well, Coach, thank you so much for your time. We're going to be in touch with you real soon. A to make sure we get to the sports page, and B to make sure that we're able to talk <laughs> about some playoff football with your East Lincoln Mustangs. Coach, have a great week. Good luck on Friday, and we'll see you next time. Hey, thank you, guys. All right, we'll catch up with you soon, Coach. When we come back, we'll get Hour 2 started on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. So we thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.